0: If Lucy the goat's prepared to be tied to a pushchair in the dark, she can't be that difficult to steal from under the noses of the Mongol hordes or Henry's parents, depending on how far gone they are, assuming she's still alive. He says the trick with the goat is to make her believe that she thought of it, whatever it is, and that way she'll do whatever you want. I wonder if that would work on Ursula. Whatever happens, I'm not letting Henry out of my sight. If Miss Primrose is going to rip his heart out, then she'll have to deal with me first. It's just reaching Henry's house that's difficult. That, and persuading Ursula that it's worth rescuing a goat. Why are we rescuing a goat? When the ancient tribes of the world are massacring each other all over the town. Why are you so worried? I ask, looking at Ursula. It's not like her to show concern for other people. I'd just hate to miss it, she says, holding up her camera. The doors of the parish hall fly open as we try to pass, and the women's union, with saucepans on their heads and brooms in their hands, fill the street. Move! I hiss at Henry, who is frozen at the sight, and we throw ourselves behind a large wheelie bin peppered with what look like broken arrow shafts. Ursula follows us. Although I can't see very well, it's obvious that the women are furious with something. They shout and bang and crash and form a circle, dancing one way, then the other, faster and faster, yelping and whooping. They sound as if they're about to go to war. They stop. There's silence, and I poke my head around the corner to look. They're poised, most of them with a single foot in the air, like a party of ogres. "'Onward!' Someone shouts, and they charge off down the alley, leaving the hall doors wide open. We wait, listening. Distant shouts echo through the streets. I crawl from my hiding place and gaze into the quiet hall. I'm not sure what I expected to find. There's a ring of tables, a tray of empty coffee cups, some large circles daubed on the wall in what I hope is mud, and a plate of biscuits. Jammy dodges. Wow, says Henry. Food! He charges in, but I stay in the doorway. Ursula hovers behind me. Something doesn't feel right. What is it? says Henry, turning towards us. Wow! A fast and angry creature jumps from the rafters. Ah! screams Henry, and the jammy dodgers fly across the room. I dive to pick them up. So does Henry. Ah! we all scream. Then the thing from the rafters picks up a chair, and we back off. It's Mrs. Mittich from the shop. She looks completely terrified. She's wearing black. A black bobble hat, black trousers, and a black top. Like some sort of secret agent. For a second, I face her in the doorway, and then as she launches the chair, I run as hard as I can. The chair crashes behind us on the street. But we keep on running. Only we've gone the wrong way, because when we burst out of the alleyway into the square, the women are lined up against the bookshop. They look really angry. Opposite them, the rugby club have formed a square, a bit like the thing that Mr. Dent wanted us to do, only neater and with bin lids. One of the women launches a mop, but the rugby club hold firm and the mop bounces off the bin lids. Na-na-na-na-na, yells one of the Romans. Feeblus! A hail of dustpans and buckets fly across the square. Patheticus! yells another. Mr Dent, whispers Ursula, pointing. Sure enough, Mr Dent's brown legs are lurking underneath a dustbin lid at the back. He swapped his tennis skirt for a tunic. The Romans fire back, rugby balls bouncing across the square, then break lines, chasing the women off in a wild screaming charge. Let's get out of here, says Ursula. Henry, you first. Ponies stand in the street outside Henry's house. One of them's real, two of them are the plastic ones from the saddlers on the high street, and there's a rocking horse. Henry puts his fingers to his lips.